0: Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, episode number 1532 and we are continuing our series of looks at Solo A Star Wars Story, the expanded edition, what they're calling the novelization these days and, you know, the stuff we're going to talk about today is not nearly as momentous, I'll be perfectly honest with you, as the stuff that we've talked about the last couple of days. So we're going to talk about the Vandor train robbery and its aftermath. And really, it's a collection of small little things in this case, because, you know, the story is busy moving along like a freight train, pun intended, (laughs) and there's not a lot of room for things that don't necessarily fit in with the whole thing. It's really just a little bit of moments here and there and a little touch of you know one thing or another that seems to reflect on something else. So for example there are neat little moments about you know Han and Chewie being together like as they're standing on that gantry underneath the AT hauler and they're flying along Vandor and that's when Han first learns Chewie's name but you know apparently snow is a very rare thing on Corellia so Han hasn't really seen much of it and says hey you think my spit will freeze before it hits the ground and so they start spitting down like kids and Chewbacca joins in this too even though he's 190 odd years old and he actually hawks a loogie and they both just watch their spit fall down (laughs) to see if they can see anything freezing it's actually a very tough touching moment a very playful moment and you know brings out the kid in both of those characters and you can see it a little more in Han I think in Chewie but I thought it was really fun to see Chewie do it too so another detail is that when they are camped out the night before they you know, they are all suited up with all their stuff and there's a note saying that they hit a supply depot and you know, when you say you hit a supply depot, it does make you wonder whether they actually just, you know, stopped by a supply depot and bought a bunch of stuff, or whether they actually stole stuff from the supply depot. My guess in this case is that they actually purchased it legitimately because it's the Fort Ipso that they end up at after the job is done. And you would think that that must be one of the only supply depots around and so If they had tried to rip it off, then they certainly would be persona non grata there and would not be able to go back in and find Lando. So, I think it's a legitimate, you know, like they went up and got a bunch of stuff. So... There's that. Then there's also the name of the Imperial Depository, which is the Crispin Imperial Depository, and it put me in mind of the author A.C. Crispin, who wrote a number of Star Wars novels back in the day, and I wondered if that was a nod to A.C. Crispin and that particular aspect of Star Wars history. And there's actually also another line, speaking of Star Wars history, although this bit of history is perhaps a little more questionable, where Han asks Chewie if he has a comb, and Chewie basically says, you know, if I had a comb, don't you think I'd be using it? And... You have to wonder if that one goes back to something that we talk about every holiday season here on the podcast, which is the classic song from Christmas in the stars. What do you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already owns a comb, right? You remember that one. There's also a bit of expansion on some things in the movies. For example, we find out that Chewie was going to be sold into slavery as a pit fighter, if not for the fateful intervention or <laughs> insertion of Han Solo into his life. We also find out, at least in the novelization, that Enfys is referred to as a she throughout the narrative during that whole train heist situation. And so, yeah, I guess you know maybe it's just that well since the novel came out we're not ruining anything by calling her she but yeah it's a you know it's a an interesting gender identification situation letting us in on that particular secret right from the get go but probably the most beautiful and touching moment out of all of this is the moment when Val realizes that she is not going to make it out of this mission alive and Instead of it just being the quick decision and sorry, honey, it's been a good ride. You know, there's a a moment or two where she reflects back on the ride itself. She recalls a time when they'd been in the ocean on some planet and Rio had gotten eaten by a giant sea creature and had to blast his way out of it. And recalls another time when Tobias Beckett had been kidnapped by the queen of some random planet to become the queen's husband. And, you know, these are just, you know, the tip of the iceberg as far as adventures that Val has been on with the crew. And, you know, it's, it's a touching thing to see, you know, that moment where she realizes, okay, this is it. And boy, it's been a good ride and I had a good, you know, laugh or two in the process. And I guess it's all any of us can really hope for in this whole thing. And there is one other moment that I want to share with you that, you know, I guess you could have reasoned this in the movie, and I never actually did at the time, mainly probably because, like Larry Kasdan says, you know, the narrative is just moving too fast for you to really catch some of these things sometimes. But we'll talk about that particular moment after the break, and a quick word from our friends at Nissan. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Have you ever wanted to take a land speeder for a spin, or maybe even the Millennium Falcon itself? Well, here's the next best thing. You can make your own custom Solo A Star Wars Story-inspired Nissan with the Best in Galaxy customizer. Just go to SW7X7.com custom to customize and share your own Star Wars-inspired vehicle. And don't forget, Solo A Star Wars Story is coming home on digital September 14th, Blu-ray September 25th, and new on 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. So the thing that jumped out at me finally, I guess seeing it in the novel was the thing that did it, was when Val was talking with Tobias about the job and that they should have gotten other help, like the the Zan sisters, excuse me, or Bosk, and you know what? You know, maybe it wouldn't have mattered if they had just gotten Bosk instead of Han and Chewie. But, you know, if Bosk had shown up on this thing along with Han and Chewie, there would have been some major problems because you know for a fact that. A you know probably um, Chewie has some sort of bounty on his head to begin with and B Chewbacca does not like himself some Trandoshans. Trandoshans have actually kidnapped and done horrible things to Wookiees and Chewbacca himself got himself kidnapped at one point this was in the Clone Wars cartoon series so you can imagine what might have happened if Bossk and Chewbacca showed up in the same place at the same time that would have been Rather a bloodbath, I would think. So you know that was something that when I heard it in the movie, when Val was saying you know or boss, like it didn't occur to me to go, oh my gosh, what if Boss showed up there? Chewbacca would have torn into him. But nope, took reading the novelization before I actually clued in to that particular realization. Anyway. That is going to do it for our check-in on Solo, A Star Wars Story Expanded Edition, the novelization of Solo, A Star Wars Story, and secrets that the novel is revealing that go beyond what we saw on the big screen. And if you are enjoying this and, you know, the podcast in general, then by all means subscribe. Make sure that you're getting it delivered to you on a daily basis so that way you don't even have to think about it. It just shows up. And if you would be so kind, if you've been listening for a good long while and you're enjoying what you're hearing and seeing, then by all means, please do consider putting a tip in the jar at Patreon.com/sw7x7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/sw7x7. And it just remains for me to say at the end of this episode, thank you so much for joining me for it, and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.